welcome to Soul Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Mills Gray. A little dose of inspiration, high vibes, fun, and practical tips to help you level up your leadership, learn from others' success, and join us for a natter as I get to know what makes people tick and how they have embraced becoming a soul leader. Welcome everybody to my podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time for my next guest who I'm absolutely honored to have gracing our presence. Um, So Kate, and I'm gonna give you her full name so that you can all go and look her up. But Kate and I met when I went on a retreat in Easter and she was the most incredible chef. Like literally, I love food, but when someone else is cooking for you, it's even better. Honestly, I can't even express just the deliciousness of all of your creations. And we got chatting and we got on, obviously. And uh, yeah, so she's also not just a chef. She's just had so much interesting stuff go on in her life. So I asked her if she'd join. She said yes. So I'm going to introduce you, Kate Munro-Boot. And she has an awesome Instagram called The Mindful Chefette. Um, welcome, Kate. <laughs> Hi, Mills. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, you, are, you are so welcome and we've just been having a right gas off air and um so we're going to hope that we're not going to cross over on any questions but but actually you've just had such an interesting and dare I say slightly alternative way of getting to adulthood <laughs> um and lots of it resonated with me because um I think that you can kind of take a view when you're at school which I know for 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 me and you not so much because I know that you're you're a little bit younger than me but seems like a while ago (laughs) but we're always kind of like told this is what you should do you should go and do this you should go and do that and occasionally you come across people who've just stuck fingers up to that and gone nah I think I'm gonna do something a little bit different and that was the vibe I got with you so I would love you to just give me a little bit of like just a snapshot into like what got you to where you are today like a bit of your background okay oh gosh the sort of I, I think about it is like when I look back down my life I sort of look for like the golden thread that sort of ties everything up that got me to here um yeah well as a sort of right at the beginning uh, a small child um I was a bit of a pirate child I was I had a really really uh, so so lucky my parents uh built a boat and um, we sailed around the Med for two and a half years. So I, I am pretty much, I think I'm your age actually. So it's the 1990 recession <laughs> and um, we, they couldn't sell the house. So they wanted, you know, it's not like we had loads of money. They built it because they couldn't afford to buy one. And it was like their dream to circumnavigate, to sail around the world, which they didn't do, not yet anyway. Um, but so part of my lifestyle was, as that like I call it a pirate child but we came back and then I got into the education system sort of what I call like we conformed and it was very awkward you know when you've sort of been had that lifestyle but mum and dad even though they are alternative they're also very straightforward and they were like education 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 get you know do your GCSEs do your A-levels go to a red brick university and it must be an academic course so it was really weird to have these like sort of quite uh, opposing messages really so I went I did all that went to university and then I went traveling and I did a ski season and then came back and worked in corporate 
um, sort of fell into it, used my degree, which was in communication. I've also, I've just, I've got a fascination with just so many different things. Like, I just, I don't know, the world interests me, people interest me. And um, I think I've been, I'm that person that just sort of searches for answers. And I don't know, I love um, being active and being creative. Those are my go-to. Academia isn't so much. So coming sort of forward, I am, um, I was living in Bristol, um, doing my nine to five. Well, what is, when you're working in corporate, it's what, more like eight till seven, eight, nine just thinking there's got to be more to life like what am I doing here I need to leave and um funny enough really quick snippet I am um, I was thinking about joining the navy as a pilot for a while so I love flying all these things but that's like totally off track and then um I got into chefing because I think um part of it is like having done personal development I realized now I really sat in this place of like what do I want out of life I want to travel the world I want to be creative and I want to be active. Okay, what can I do with that? And I, I think what I realized now is that I'd started like the ball rolling with this sort of manifestation of creating a life that I want. And um, I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but then opportunities to go and work on super yachts came up. <clears throat> I say opportunities, I definitely made that happen. And I worked, um, I wasn't a chef at this point, but during the process of that, I, I went and was a stewardess. And, uh, but there was a point where I was like, oh my God, I've got a degree. I've worked as a marketing director and now I'm cleaning toilets <laughs> on a yacht. I mean, it's a nice yacht and it's great. I'm in the tropics, you know, I'm doing all these beautiful things and seeing all these things, but I'm like, I'm not happy either here. And, um, I'd always loved food. Um, food was always a big thing for me. Um, so I decided, oh, I met a girl, you know, fortuitous experiences that come up and um, she was like, I'm gonna go to the UK. She was a Kiwi girl, New Zealand. And she was like, I've got a course booked in that's for like people who cook, you know, cooks who wanna become more professional chefs. Um, so I'm going to go do that in Bath. And I was like, maybe I could do that. And that was it. I, I spoke to the woman, got booked on, and then my life completely changed. I went from being this like low self-esteem, insecure, just what the hell am I doing? Um, young girl, woman. And then just like went off. Cooking was my thing. Just the opportunities that came up for me. I got straight into a head chef job in the French Alps. Um, baptism of fire and just... There was so many times I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I don't, I, I'm just, how am I going to tell these people I can't do it? But every day I'd turn up and I'd do it and it would work. And it was, you know, constantly going through the battles of fear. And I feel like that's just actually been the course of my life. And even now coming up to being sort of moving into this entrepreneurial place um, of having, coming back to the UK because you know in the middle part of when I say coming back to the UK is I've been traveling you know my career has taken me around the world um for 13 years now of working on super yachts so I went back into super yachts as a chef and um sort of worked in different places for different people for the rich the famous you know I sort of joked after a while that 
you know jobs would always come to me and it would be like oh I actually have cooked for more billionaires than I have for millionaires and it was that's actually not even a joke that's true and it's such a different world out there and it's you know incredible it's hard work uh, but it's it's rewarding as well because I just I suddenly was like oh here I am I'm living the dream life that I set out for myself when I thought I was going to join the you know the navy as a pilot I'm like oh I'm traveling the world I'm getting paid really well for it I'm creative I'm sort of have autonomy I mean when you work on a boat there's a little bit of you know you are in someone else's life but as a chef on a boat you really do have control and and I think I created a lot of trust with the people that I worked for and I cooked for that just trust me and you know with the menus that I've designed because I've also within this period I trained as a yoga teacher I did massage therapy so I'd always had these other skills that actually I realized I was bringing into the food that I was cooking which was all about how does food like make people feel how does it make our, us feel in our bodies and so i then realized that I've started to incorporate Reiki which I studied which is about food becomes healing food is like such an act of self-love for ourselves and so fast forward to sort of more in the present coming out of yachting um, I realized I wanted to get into retreats and um, which is obviously where I met you and there was this massive intention of like I found a niche because you know, food is healing and um, I get to share that with other people. And really, you know, I think a lot of people do pick up on that. I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> and I really, really care. And I really think that food is a way that we connect with our bodies. We connect with each other. And a lot of, um, you know, I cook with intention. And the intention is that people receive love light joy compassion and happiness and that they receive the nutrients in which their body requires and anything else is just expelled and i you know i believe that is true for like we all have the capability of doing it um so anyway i've rabbited on is that sort of answered your question actually was no i mean it's amazing and and also you <laughs> brought in something that i was gonna ask you which was about that kind of when you're multifaceted i think i typically find that there is synergy with so much that we do and so i love that you brought in the whole like healing and nourishing your body as well as like the yoga nourishes your body in a slightly different way or um, being a Reiki master or being a practitioner in, in massage, you're kind of combining it all, which is lovely. I want to go to the, just in, in the kind of um, silliness that I have in me is like the super yacht side of things. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love that whole idea. And actually what's, what, what made me sort of smile internally was that um, I also worked on boats. Mine were not super yachts. Mine were uh, in Australia. I was a scuba dive instructor, and mine were liverboard boats. And it was like <laughs> not so glam. Mainly teaching kind of backpackers how to scuba dive. So there, there wasn't the super yacht element. But I really connected and lived with off the boat my chefy who was also called Kate <laughs> so she was the chef for the boat and what I wanted to bring up there was a couple of things one is that kind of resilience in cooking in conditions that aren't your typical yeah kitchen so what was a super yacht kitchen like is it is it like all bells and whistles or were you kind of being super creative in that sense you have to be super creative and I, I actually think that's where 
I loved the job because you, you know, I, I actually, it's only recently that I've like kind of been like comfortable with like, yeah, I'm a chef and sort of like I specialize in food, but what I loved about yachts. And so I say super yachts, like I've worked in the diversity of like smaller sailboats. I mean, they're still, they're still massive compared to what you usually see around the UK waters anyway. But sort of, you know, like from like 30 meters, let's say, sail yachts, the, the kitchen, the galley, we call it, is still really quite pokey. And like, there's times where we've been sailing, you know, at like 45 degree angle, and I'm like trying to get some like snacks out for our lovely guests, you know, on the on deck. And, and it's hilarious. And like, you know, you just get into this place of like, I love the challenge yeah. and, you know, storing things and you, you do have to be creative in your mindset actually is what I realized now of like, how am I going to do this? Right. Seemingly I can't, how am I going to fit all this stuff in? How many days are we going to be away for? How many people am I cooking for? Like what type of style of food? Like, you know, there's a lot of other thoughts Mm. that have to go into it rather than just like, Oh, I can pop down the shop and just pick up, you know, the ingredient that I forgot. I would kind of, I suppose I've been an over purchaser (laughs) because it, you know, we're talking in budgets here are are like, they're big. Yes. It's, it's a nice place to be, um, when people are wealthy and you you are providing food, I don't have to scrimp on it. And so I, I mean, a couple of times captains would be like, Oh, what are you doing with spending on this? And I'm like, you know what? I never want to be out in the ocean and then someone to say to me, oh, have you got this? No. I was like, but I, you know, I became really good at it because I can preempt people. I think there's this sort of empathic way that um, I'm, I'm pretty certain you can resonate with that you just start to feel, I get feelings about people. I read people. I love to get to know people. And I love to like have that like, oh, what would I like at that situation? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just buy that, you know, I'm gonna have this. And so there's all this sort of extra preparation and extra things that you think about. And I think that's where I've been successful is like, I love the challenge. I love getting to know people. I love making people happy. Yeah. And I'm like, what a gift, you know, I, I could just find out what their favorite food is and be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> that's so amazing. And that is so, that's so, I, I literally, it's, this whole conversation is warming my heart because um, it's, it's also bringing in that whole element of um, serving because you're serving them because you know they're they're on a massive amazing yacht and they expect a certain thing but also just the thoughtfulness goes into that whole renourishing because it's not just you know yeah food is the is the what is that expression food is something to your heart oh the well, you know what I mean oh, oh, oh no no something to a man's heart is yeah, I was put that in it. oh no yeah to a man's heart it's through his belly <laughs> through his belly but I think for everybody like I think food is yeah. is definitely something but also back to that synergy of like that re-nourish it's not just actually what you're physically eating it's also someone said their favorite food is xyz and you've thought about that mm. and that is going to be like oh my god she made my she made my dish it comes it's- with love it does. And I think what well, I've, I sort of have a, an inner smile because there's been times where on the boats, there was crazy stuff would happen. Like one time we were in Croatia and the captain and the stewardess got arrested and we, <laughs> we had a German group on 
and they just arrived and we were trying myself the uh, engineer and the deckhand were trying basically we were hearing like oh just stall them you know so we, you know trying to basically cover up the fact that uh, you know do a series of not serious things but things had happened it was a bit more like just coming into the country and the wrong paperwork or something and so I'm then thinking okay mm, slight challenge I have to make the food phenomenal because we need to sort of distract them away from the fact that this is happening or when they find out you know how can I use food to sort of elevate their experience and I think that's what I've always seen like on the boats because inevitably like you know we've run aground in places like just you know I kind of I'm thinking of like all the stories off the top of my head I'm like there's so many but the the thing that I would always think about is like okay okay you gotta use the food like make sure the food's good <laughs> like and I, I'm not like the best chef in the world I don't I'm not sort of someone who aspires to be like a Michelin star but I think that place of like caring and finding out about people is what has given me success like I listen whereas you know I think other chefs who have come from a, a very you know very proud sort of background but they're like I am this and this is my style and you will eat what I I do and people, some people love it. And it is beautiful when you're doing that for a one-off situation. But I see myself as sometimes like a bit of a mama, you know, yeah. I'm going like, to look out for the, the yeah. health and happiness and wellness of this person and their body, you know. Absolutely. I see and I really got that when we were on retreat because you, you know, you incorporated like different elements. For example, I remember when we were doing more of like earthy food, you explained why you'd cooked. Um, and I think there was like, it was like a lentil dali yellow so that was for the solar, the solar plexus. I was just yeah. about to say yellow solar plexus, isn't it? But yeah. So, and I remember just thinking there's so much knowledge there, but also um, it's coming from a place of like nourish, nourish, but love, mama love. Yeah. And it it's like, you know, I'd say you can taste, you can taste the love in food. Like when your mum cooks home, people love like home cooked mama food because like your mum loves you so much. So she's thinking, you know I love my child this and so that's therefore being transferred into the food so when I'm cooking that's what I'm thinking like you know I just I want people to feel loved and nurtured and nourished yeah and I you know I sort of played with this for a long time like a bit of a joke but people would give me feedback I wouldn't say anything people like oh I can really taste the love and I just really feel like you know I had an internal hug and I'm like oh it's working it's worked <laughs> <laughs> my job here is done yeah, <laughs> awesome like, you know, just some crazy sort of, you know, spellbinding sort of witch thing. But it's like, there's a little bit of an element of that. that I think one of my coaches, she was like, Kate, why don't you just start owning that? You know, if that's what you do, do it and speak about it. And actually it's true. Like, you know, as women, we have been sort of, you know, not wanting to go down that path, but that we've had sort of centuries and generations and decades of just being like, sort of having that squashed out of us, this like, you know extrasensory sort of ways about us which is super super nurturing and now we're kind of bringing it back in and actually it's a superpower and so like why could why don't we start owning it again you know and being like no it's true like I really feel that there is a superpower to this and I'm going to put it through the food and that's my medium we all have different mediums you know and I just think yeah. how lucky am I that I get to do it and I love doing it <laughs> um 
And also, so going to the back to the super yacht side of things. So you also, I think is really important that you also experience being a steward. Is it a steward or stewardess, whatever? Yeah, stewardess. Yeah, yeah stewardess. Um, so when you're working, because I know there's a little bit of hierarchy. I only know this just from working in my ship. Right. <laughs> like Captain was scary. He used to, do you know what he used to say? He was such an Aussie. He was like a real Queenslander, slightly rednecky. <laughs> He used to like, <laughs> this is so awful. He used to say, I was known as Cam. Um, they just couldn't quite handle Camilla or Miller, it was Cam. And uh, he used to say that he'd like to throw rocks at me because uh, like I had to stand at the front if like a woman misbehaves, I'm just gonna make her stand at the front and just throw fucking rocks at her. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you're, so, you're just so, you're so dreadful. <laughs> but that hierarchy is definitely kind of there. But when you've been in different areas, did it make a difference being like the chef? Because I think the chef is like almost yeah. to the captain. That's, that's another reason why I made the transfer because you know, I wanted autonomy. I wanted, you know, there was a bit of an element of control. And also I wanted like, as sad as, you know, well, it's not sad, but it was like, I wanted to be recognized for something. And to whether I'm a stewardess, like I would go to town with like table decorations and making things look beautiful. Cause I just, I, you know, I love, things to creative side yeah it's, it's that creative need and um at the time my boyfriend he was the chef and he would produce the food but a lot of it was like this interplay between us because of that what I talked about this way mm. of I think I read people I get to know people and he'd say oh I'm thinking about doing this and I'm like babe like you know the weather's this and the guests are about to do this so maybe that like really heavy meal might not be good I was like what if you do something lighter you know sort of like a ceviche type thing and he'd be like oh yeah okay and so then he'd do it and then they'd be like oh they give him all the praise <laughs> and I'd be like you know like there was oh just this slight like pride for him and but I had to admit like there was like a jealousy it was I was jealous yeah it, but it's, it's also it's like part of that's your creation yeah it's not good. And you can't be like, oh, I told him to do Excuse it. Excuse me, that was my idea. <laughs> so what do you do? Like, whenever, like, I think you learn, isn't it? It's like, when you feel discomfort, it's a message of like, you want, you need change. Mm. You can either get like stuck in like the mud of just like resentment or do something, move towards it. And so I suppose that was like, you know, I was following like, well, then why don't you get up and do it, you know, and train and do it. And and that's what happened. That's when I started to feel so much happier because I was getting like, you know, the recognition. Yeah. And, and it feels nice. Like absolutely. absolutely. And again, it's back to that creation creative. You're creative and that is your creation. What happened to the Kiwi girl? So um she's she's back in New Zealand actually. Uh, Does she still chef? I don't I'm not sure. I need to double check because she's doing all sorts, like she's moved into sort of like weird beautiful sort of spiritual ways as well she's got a Facebook group I, I know that we occasionally connect and I you know I've, I've actually met I've worked with a, I didn't specifically work with her but Kiwi girls and I just get on like a house on fire just they're just so badass and just like straight up up front which I think coming being like a British sort of girl or woman I was a bit more challenged with that but I like was like I want to like just like say it as it is you know but I was yeah. thinking going back to um what you were saying about your captain 
Um, Kate. Oh no, my captain. Sorry, not the chef. Yeah, Captain Bob. <laughs> and um, just you know, super yachting. Yachting just in general has so many. Uh, you know, it, it's a sh bit of a chauvinistic, sexist like world where with the hierarchy and what you were saying about the stewardess. Um, yeah, the I didn't like that, so I was like, I need to move up. You know, and and it is it is a move up, and then you. But I think having come from that like place is that there's so much respect for the amount of work that stewardesses and stewards yeah. do and um in and i see that that like creating a meal is way more than just the food that we've sort of touched on it's like the whole experience of the energy that's created when someone walks in and sees a table and sees how it's beautifully laid out that makes the delivery of the food so much nicer like you've already prepped the the experience of that person to receive food you know if if like the place looks a mess there's weird smells there's all sorts mm -hmm. of things you know the food has to do us so much more and yeah. so much harder for someone to have a lovely experience so there's all sorts of these other elements that I'm like you know we're a team yeah. so any like sort of you know compliment that comes to me I'm like thank you so much and I could not do it without the experience you've had it is because of all this you know and you would have felt that at and the retreat 100 percent. the whole thing was just wonderful yeah. so you know and it makes my job so much easier then I'm like oh here's some lovely food and it's through the chakra system and everything but oh my god look at these glorious plants and the nature mm. that's around like mm. you're so prepped to receive anything that's like lovely and beautiful and it's amazing how that's not always on people's awareness, but actually it's, it's, it is, as you say, it's such a big part of it. My friend is getting married in July, which is very exciting. And she sent me a message yesterday and she was like, oh my God, I'm having to do all like ordering like crockery and da 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 da. And, um, and it, the way she'd written it was almost like it was just like going to be an addition. And then she sent me these beautiful pictures of like these amazing wooden boards and like, and I was like, that just is so beautiful. Yeah. And so what you were saying, people are ready to receive. They're like, ah, I'm sitting in this glorious place. I'm not sure everybody picks up on those things, but if it's just a shit tip, then they will. But if it's, if it's sort of aesthetically beautiful, not everybody, I don't even think, I don't think my husband would notice if, if I was like, oh, look at that. Isn't that gorgeous? He'd be like, huh? <laughs> not bothered not bothered <laughs> not bothered and I think yeah I think there is that isn't it it's like I I am that way inclined so it's really mm -hmm. important to me and mm -hmm. um but I think like you that you talked about wooden boards like I'm really big about like the way food's presented and yeah. you know what you would have seen and at the retreat and I incorporate this is like the platters that I put things on is really important to me and actually I made wooden platters I don't know if you knew this but I like bought some old uh, Cornish oak massive massive piece of wood and my boyfriend who's a carpenter oh, isn't that me. how you made the platters uh, he helped me make the platters oh, yeah because so it was cool. really important like the energetics of mm. that is important to me you know you sort mm. of putting time and effort into that and it makes such it does make a difference and the, I think like, like even, the little flowers that you just yeah ah <laughs> the foraged elements and it's yeah really, incorporated into it and I think even sort of you know our like um, what's the word I'm looking for but like people are men who maybe aren't so inclined to be like consciously aware consciously aware there's a subconscious awareness 
that even any anyone I think can have like a like a subtle relaxation that happens within their body and that's what I think it's such an important part for me is that like letting people go into like that rest digest place yeah when they eat they're not in that hyper tense yes sympathetic nervous system yes yes you know this is invitation to like okay if you can just be more present so I always think if something's visually beautiful and you notice something anything you're more present more present yeah you've come into the present situation and therefore your body is then able to connect to that rest digest parasympathetic place and then yeah. all the food digests easy we're that. helping our bodies out there yeah. mindless and we're like eating on the go which we all do I do as well it's like grab and go and just like whipping it down it never feels good does it no. it never feels That's good what it is and, the, and again that goes back to that when you're multifaceted the synergy between what you do and like the whole nervous system is so connected with like yoga and breathing and so much yeah and that's a big incorporation is like where all these little things so like again the golden thread of the sort of things my interests my studies my own development Mm. you know things I've needed for myself and it all comes together like now in this creative output that I'm like oh okay yeah I think this is really important for people so and that's where the retreat world Mm. such a beautiful sphere for me to be in because I'm like oh I get to like talk about it and people are like actually really because they're primed you know you come on a retreat yes like sort of be in that relaxed state so therefore you're much more open to listening yeah like oh here you go guys yeah meal is the you know I I think it's the most important thing actually (laughs) which is why I was so like I I need you to be the chef at my retreat. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I'm so excited. So I've all, I'm all about the reads. So it's like rewild, re-nourish, reset. You know, uh, it's not another yoga retreat. That is, a, I'm, my, my mate's a designer. She's designing me a t-shirt because she, she just thinks yeah. that's funny. And, um, I and I think, yeah, but I think the element of food for me was the most important part of the, re, of the reset, the re-nourish was just like, and, and, perhaps that's because somebody else was doing it there's you're not even having to think oh yeah but it refuels you it does it's it's, it's all the re's re-nourish refuel reset yeah Yeah. we Um, we wild ourselves I think we wild ourselves yeah Yeah. exactly exactly so what are your plans for next year because you've been you've been on the go haven't you for a while now you're a little bit I'm uh you know I'm letting there's such a shift you know, obviously the lockdowns and all that stuff that was just in the past now, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that brought me here to sort of figuring out, like creating a business and, mm. um, you know, because I've, I've got like coaching parts of me, I've got the yoga, there's all sorts of things of like, where is the business going to go? And is it just the direct cooking for people in retreats or whatever? But I think what I'm finding is like there's an organic different elements to what is my business and part of it next year will be obviously cooking at your amazing retreat which is going to be insane yeah. all the re's all the re's and for the reason to come <laughs> great keep them for keep them. <laughs> every time you think of a re send it to me <laughs> so I want to continue with 
the retreats but also I think like expansion is I need to bring more people on like create more of a team I recently did a wedding that was a big expansion for me but it was what's beautiful is it's still using my style of food which is like you know the reconnect body style um and that that was for yoga teachers actually so it made sense oh, was it? okay cool yeah um so next year is I, I'm not I think as this summer goes on more will become clear yeah um I'm really sort of learning the business side of my being a creative yes. um that creative things come very naturally and I like to do it but the sort of business element is something that I'm really leaning into and it's like my area of growth um so there's not nothing like set in stone um for next year actually <laughs> I just think everything is just in flow and you've got yeah there's a lot of that you don't I, even need to almost explain it just things are happening yeah and that's it's so I think that can be quite nerve-wracking for a lot of people and it used to be for me and I'm in this like flux place of like okay trust the unfold yeah of how life is unfolding and how actually the business and myself as an entrepreneur is unfolding within that and opportunities always come to me I think that's where like the flow place is and having done a lot of sort of inner work um in terms of sort of business in a work personal development in a work and I'm realizing what an amazing place that is that actually things come to me rather than actively seeking it and that feels and I'm learning I've done like learned a little bit about human design and all these things as well I've just the varied interests that I have um and my, it suits my human design to actually be in that receptive place I think as a generator is it? Uh, I'm, yeah I'm a generator I'm not sure what you are I can't remember what you said I am actually so but ah. there's all these like weird because yeah there's there's, there's loads there. like, yeah we talked yeah. about that. yeah like, there's like there's, there's, yeah there's more involved in it but my um, and where we've discussed it is that I set myself a target or a deadline and if I don't if I'm even near it and haven't finished what I need to do I fucking freak out <laughs> yeah I've set it so if I was like okay I need to write a presentation I've got you know till Wednesday I'd be like Wednesday that's only a week uh, so I would have need to have done it like three weeks previous which is just weird because I never used to sort of work like that but it just works for me whereas you were like no I need the opposite I need like um deadlines to get me to do it like yeah yeah totally. I love like human design like I just was blown away by it I was so blown away by it because it's more than just your five I think there's five sort of master profiles yeah it's all the it's all the bits in the middle nuances <laughs> yeah it's, yeah and like your sacred and your this and, and yeah. not self and yourself <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. I, I was fascinated with it just like in terms of relationships and my partnership and everything and just understanding I'm like oh yes this makes so much sense the yeah. the, the synergy and the, the potential challenges and you're just like okay and have can I have more softness around that and like you know I'm so really learning about like the need to control and then relinquish control and it's sort of this interplay of like I'm directing and then I'm just allowing like the universe or whatever just to sort of 
take me along with it it's like yeah, I love it it's like woo riding yeah. waves you know like it's I because I, I surf a lot and it's you do. Classic. um you can't control the ocean but you can mm. learn to ride the waves is just so apt for me I'm like okay I can't control life but I can learn to sort of ride like the energies and like move right and it's and I think human design is also really good and there's loads of other yeah there's a few yeah there's a few I I like um an Enneagram as well yeah I my dad was really into Enneagram like years ago he was a psychologist so he I think we all had it we had it done books around the house but I actually haven't but what that's quite interesting with that so I think I'm a I'm a three I I I can send you I've got like the thing but I know people I do it with all my clients is that they sometimes they fluctuate so they did it and then they didn't like the answers so they did it like a few days later so you can manipulate that I think a little bit more which is fine um Whereas the human design, I don't feel you can really manipulate that because it is literally done on your like birth, which is again weird because what does that mean that someone who was born on the 2nd of August in London in 1977 at the same time as me is the same as me? Is that how's that work? I know <laughs> you get challenged, don't you? Like I don't understand the yeah. nuances of it. Um, but yeah, it's no, it's good. And I think the older you get, the more you can just go, that works, that doesn't work, mm-hmm. and. And whereas in your, when you're younger, I think you can be more, uh, risk averse is not um, the right word that I want to use, but a bit, bit more carefree and just like, ah, oh, whatever. And maybe when you're older, you have these like, oh shit, should I be doing this? Should I, do I need to be earning this? Do I need, you know, there's maybe more responsibilities or life seriousness, but also I think there's that element of like, nope, that doesn't work. I'm canning it. Like, I'm not even gonna, I don't have the energy to even attempt to stay oh doing something that's not resonating with me mm. and I love that you've just gone on this path and it's all yeah it's just all been fl- it's in flow yeah I think as you get older you just refine things quicker mm. like and you you know we get if I think yeah hitting 40 <laughs> recently <laughs> there is this just element of like oh you know what? I'm not going to keep like doing something that doesn't I don't want to do you know and it, you get to that point where you can be a bit more badass and be like nah it's it's not me and I think this is beautiful about like what's happening in sort of the women's empowerment type thing is that we're owning ourselves and like the weird and wonderful ways about who we are and I feel that about myself I'm much more self-accepting I'm like oh I can be a little bit just crazy at times and you know the rhythms and the cycles that are within us you're like, oh yeah, okay. I'm ten days out from my period. Oh, there I go. And I'm I am a little bit, and it's okay, and that's yeah. fine. And I'm not going to deny it anymore. So whereas before, I'd be like, oh, I can't. I don't want to talk about it because people think I'm weird. I'm like, no, fuck it. There's part of me, exactly. and boyfriend, lovely boy, like he accepts it, and that's the thing. You know, I think as I've accepted myself, I've come into partnerships and relationships with people who also just accept me as well. So it's. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing can you imagine if we were i just I, I think of all of our amazing women previous i think of like my grandmother she probably didn't even tell her husband that she had her period do you know what i mean it would have just been fucking frowned upon yeah. and weird and it's like oh they they really did have like so many constraints that just are so yeah. unnatural and unforgiving i know 
and that's why I think it's beautiful as as us women we become that self-accepting more like learning about ourselves and just being like oh you know what it's all okay it's all part of us it's all natural and that's where like you know we then pass that down it's like when we talk about it it's like hey it's okay this is happening it's crazy and and you know and I would hear that from other women like oh my gosh what are they talking about and then like oh that happens to me I just was denying that like Mm. about myself Mm. we give this back down the line to other women yes I think that's you know what you're doing like in terms of your coaching business and like becoming an empowerment coach as well you know all of it it's all part and parcel that you pass that down the line so what we learn and we do for ourselves we then give back and I think that's what I love about coaching Mm. having studied that and that being part of like my skill set as well the qualification we do the work for ourselves and that's all we actually have to do is like keeping it for us because then naturally you just vibe that off and you're like hey I'm owning my shit you own yours you know and I'm just going to give you that like like you know not that you need the permission but it's like hey do you want it yeah you know just be you be you and then like so in terms of sort of like bringing this back to the business actually you realize that your business just becomes like an extension of yourself I remember doing like mindset like works affirmations years ago was like I get paid so much money just to be me I'm so happy and grateful that I get paid thousands and thousands for just being me (laughs) it's come to life you've manifested it yeah and that's it and you realize like it it all it does all come in the beginning you just think this sounds so crazy yeah (laughs) yeah and then you're just like oh well who cares you know what no one's getting hurt absolutely (laughs) absolutely yeah I'm I I love a good affirmation and um and actually the crazier the better because I think you then uh, well no there's two things you can get a bit resistant to it but I think if you giggle and find the joy in it then you're more likely to I always think when you find joy things yeah it's yeah. true you're soft in your cells and yeah. part of it isn't it like the joy part is that like looseness around it you're not fixated that I need all this to happen exactly so that, that comes from that controlling place and actually a lot of the beauty in the world happens because when we're not we accept that we're not in control like there's something so much bigger than us like nature you know nature so big you know so vast like we can't control that we're part of it we are fully fully part of this amazing natural system we just have to like accept and allow ourselves to be who we are and just flow with it and go you know downstream of like okay sweet I mean this is my path and I, there's an acceptance piece of like, oh, this is what's for me. Like all the other stuff, like when we're like in resistance and we're annoyed is because usually we're chasing someone else's dream, someone else's yes. projection onto us. Like, well, I should have this and that's what I'm supposed to want and desire. And it's like, do you though? Do I? Do I? What? What is it? You know, it's a cliche thing that gets talked about, but I think you have to hear it again and again and again for you suddenly to get it. And you're like, oh yeah I've been chasing someone else's dream that almost goes full circle to how I introduced you is that I feel like you I mean I obviously don't know how you were brought up you said that you're you were like the pirate child but you almost went against the grain of what other people expect us to do and 
even you know in a not in a massively drastic way but you went and like worked on boats abroad and like you know didn't just go and do the nine to five or, or you know you so so you sort of broke free in that sense and I think that the more that the more that that can be encouraged at oh, so important younger age the better for me I just think you're more likely to find freaking joy yeah 100% and I, I find that comes up in conversations and for a long time I'm always like you know what 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 drives you what gets you out of bed what are you passionate about you know so many times people are like oh I don't, I don't know. I know so many people you know, what lights you up what do you feel like just so much joy with and it can be so subtle and I think like yeah young young people I there's, there's you know as women we sort of talk about women but I just think young people you know or anyone not even young but it's like these are questions that can be asked at any age and at any age we can make shifts yeah so just introduce a little bit more like fun playfulness yeah. joy into our lives and then you're just like let's not take ourselves so seriously <laughs> more playful okay I'm gonna finish on a quick fire question okay I'm gonna do like three or four um I think I know the answers to some of them. So it'd be interesting. Okay. okay. Uh, takeaway or restaurant? Oh, <laughs> takeaway down to a beach. Okay. Okay. So this one's easy. Winter or summer? All summer. Savory or sweet? Savory. Mountains or sea? God sea because I surf but I love the mountains as no, well no, it's such a difficult one isn't it oh but that's it <laughs> then when you said winter or summer I was like oh god I love snowboarding and skiing as well I know well I've got I've got like surf or snowboard surf <laughs> <laughs> I think I had I think I was I was like yeah I think you're going to pick the sea I think just the sea is probably calling because you yeah definitely it's just it's my like complete happy place and just you know I go back to my house on the north coast and I'm just like I just need to go to the ocean I just need to see the ocean and just get in it just oh just to see it and you just like have that moment where you just drop your shoulders take a deep breath and you're like oh, okay. it's all good it's all fine you know it's amazing where can people find you so you can find me on my Instagram obviously they're going to come to um the retreat where you're exactly <laughs> but before then experience it and I think you know you and myself together is going to be it's going to be epic pretty firework or yeah, yeah it's going to be good um so insta yeah just repeat your when just when is your retreat actually Should we tell it? Yeah. yeah good point june the 9th 2023 <laughs> <laughs> i told you i'm good at pre-planning <laughs> bring it on june the 9th and where, where is it <laughs> six Okay. yeah England you come can. join us come join us yeah um so yeah Instagram the mindful chefette um and that's pretty much kind of that's I mean it. like that's your hangout yeah that's my hangout really that's where um and I will pop yeah. that link I'll pop yeah. the link in the, in the show notes oh it's been such a pleasure we could talk all day oh, great. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me and having this yeah. let me talk about myself love it <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks I hope you enjoyed the episode thanks so much and please do subscribe and share soul leaders <laughs>